Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. All right, Sklar Brothers here, filling in for Jim Rome. Excited to be here on the darkest of all sports days. Really, I mean, typically nothing's going on. Wimbledon's going on. Wimbledon's a little later now. Actually, it's pronounced Wimbledon. Thanks, Jay. Wimbledon is going on, and it's a little bit later than normal. Usually it ends on 4th of July weekend. So there is, there are some sports today, and there's actually a really exciting match. We're going to... Chris Eubanks. Christopher Eubanks. I mean, trying to used take... To, used to host the newlywed game? Yeah, I believe. Um, I think it was Wink Martindale. This dude's amazing. Chris Eubanks in the... In Quarter the quarterfinals. He's up on Medvedev right now. Two sets to one. It's he, exciting. He man. won the Mallorca uh, title in the ramp up to Wimbledon, which is sort of like one of the prepping tournaments. So he, he's not coming out of... He's not no. coming out of nowhere. So he is coming from somewhere. That's a double negative. But he is coming from somewhere. But it's amazing. We called for this last week. We're like, where? And we called for it years ago. Do you remember on this show? Yes. When we called, we said, where are you, Jimmy Arias? Where's our Jimmy Arias? Like, there was a point in time where we were And then so Jimmy Arias uh, called, called in. into the show. He said, I'm was, right here. He said, I'm right here. We, I mean, we were desperately seeking someone to make the quarterfinals as an American men's tennis player because, you know, Roddick was... He's getting right. I, you can use that as a term now. I got Roddicked. There were three better Hall of Famers in front of me. Roddick was going to be the guy, and then he won one U.S. Open, and that was it. And he was great. Roddick is kind of like tennis Ricky Fowler. Roddick guest hosted Saturday Night Live. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, there he was like tennis Stifler. Right? And so you thought to yourself, okay, Roddick's going to be the guy moving forward, but he's not the guy. Maybe Christopher Eubanks is the guy. All I know is that he's six seven. Six seven. He's really cool. He's probably kind of like a buck fifty. Chill guy. Yeah, he does not weigh a lot. But he's he's a little bit older. He's like not like a nineteen year old tennis guy. He's a little bit older. And yet he is he's making waves. I feel like this guy is making me excited. Love his about energy it. in interviews. Love his pu- his press conferences. Love his vibe. So he's up two sets to one, and I believe it's two two in the uh, fourth set. So we'll keep you posted. Keep you posted about that. So that is happening, and that is great. That's fantastic. And then you know we had the All Star Game last night. Let me just set the table for what we're going to do today because we have great guests on the show today. 920-ish, we've got Brandy Chastain. And we have the best story of how we approached Brandy Chastain at the ESPYs. One year ago today at the ESPYs. And we told her a story of when we were watching the Women's World Cup in 1999 and where we were watching it. And we told her the story in hopes that she would eat, she would we she thought, would either walk away from us and be like who are these guys or she would laugh and if she laughed or she like was our friend for you're, life. you're gonna be our friend for life if you laugh at this story and she's like yeah so she's coming on the show to just get the table set for the women's world cup which United States has a shot to win always love a tournament when the U S has a shot to win it they're great they have a great team I mean you it's it's a crazy team when Alex Morgan is like an old crafty veteran I remember when she was like the young up and comer so we'll find out about that and kind of their draw and all that stuff so we'll talk to her adam rank in studio gonna talk to him i I mean i want to hear his take on the colts betting scandal and all that stuff and really get an idea of where teams feel like they're sitting moving in this weird stefan diggs uh, getting some digs in on josh digs in on josh allen is like is 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 it it real is it drama is it worth even digging into what is it yeah and then jets 
our hard knocks this year so we can talk about that. What does that do to the I team? I want to see ayahuasca being done on hard knocks. That's what I'm calling for. I'd like to see it. Or at least a little Molly, something. Right. So uh, so Adam Rank will be in studio with us, which is fantastic. And then our buddy Ryan Dempster, one of the he's a what an amazing dude. Like a guy who did it on the highest level, was a great pitcher for never the Never afraid to throw at someone's head, never afraid to throw hands. Yeah, dude. He's the best. And so we're gonna Love him. talk to Dempster at the top of hour three. Talk about the second half of the baseball season. Exactly. And get us ready for that. And then we're here tomorrow. We've got some great guests. Mike Mornikoff tomorrow gonna talk some NBA. Uh there. It's just it's it's a great Summer league. Days. Summer league is happening. We got to get into I've that. I've been watching summer league. Great, I, I watched Amazing. the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Milwaukee Bucks game yesterday, which was incredible. Really fun. Like, I, mean, I love all these guys that I will never see play a minute during the regular exactly. season. It's this so is fun your to time them. to see your favorite college players <laughs> before it. they disappear in the G League. Before they never see a moment of NBA court time except for garbage time. So. Exciting. We'll talk. There's good stuff all the way. Mike Hall from B, from BTN, from the Big Ten Network, is going to we'll, we'll get into the Northwestern. We'll try thing. and make sense of this whole Pat Fitzy Gerald thing that we'll we'll figure that out. But I'll, I'll never go to a car wash ever again. I'm just going to say that. I, certainly not in Evanston. Certainly not in Evanston. Or if I do, everything's going to be zipped up. Yep. All right. Uh, let's talk about the All-Star game yesterday, which was... It was charting like it would be a typical All Star game when the net, when the American League went up two one. What was your thought, Jay? It's over. It's over. And then sh- and then there's the home run that gets called foul, which actually was foul. it was foul. So Gurriel hits don't, the home don't run. Don't say it gets called foul. It was it's not foul. a judgment call. But like the guy the, the guy ran the bases. Like he, he made he him took, run all of it. He did the trot. He scores. I'm like, all right, maybe they'll just let it be. The Someone National League the needs call. it. They check it out. They review it. Foul ball. Take the run off the board. He squibs one, gets on first, gets to second, and then the rally ends. Nationally doesn't score in that inning. And, and you I'm say like, to yourself, it's over. It's, over. it's going to be a the, parade of closers. No the, one's going to get a whiff of a, of a hit. And it's like the last nine years of, and really the last 20 years. 19. 16 of 19 the National League has lost. Nine in a row. You start to go like, I know the All-Star game doesn't mean anything. I know it doesn't have an it impact. Doesn't even, it doesn't even impact wh- who has home field advantage in the World Series, which I personally liked. But I, don't you, we hear this thing all the time about athletes, Randy. We hear, oh, he's a competitor. They're so competitive. So competitive. Like he, they'll, they'll compete at anything. He'll beat you at tiddlywinks. He'll he take you back of the plane. They're playing cards. They don't want to do that. Where's the competition? Where, where's, the, where's the competitive nature Where's the National pride League? for the National League? Wait, don't you lay down? Like Pete Rose ended a guy's career in the All-Star game. That's right. Where's that? Where's that guy in the National League who like yells at the other players? I know he's not your teammate, but you get up on him. Get up! Don't you want to win? Aren't you sick of losing? Yeah. So that's what it was. Oh, we don't go to the All Star game for the uniforms. What the hell were those National League uniforms? That was pretty. That was it. The that, pants showed up for one uniform. The shirt showed up for another. Black and blue. Yeah, black and blue. Black which, and blue. What a symbol. Which is what the National League has been. We get for the bruised last and beaten every years. single year as a National League. And yes, we are National League baseball fans. If your team, whatever team you you root for, you root for, for, you root for that, that league. league. You root for that league. So it's, we've been rooting for, and you know. We're sitting here going, why this is this is never going to happen? It's for a, us. as soon as the American League went up, I'm like, it's over, it's over. There's no way the national like two to one could have been ten to one. I'm like, there's no way they're coming back. Then this guy Bautista comes and he's throwing a hundred. 
And you're like he's throwing a nasty splitter, and I'm like, this is it. This is it. This but is then it. he's having some control issues, mm-hmm. and Elias Diaz. Just First All-Star game, 32 years, years old. old. Plays for the Rockies. You this know, is the only moment that's good for him. All year he plays for the Rockies. He's never going to see a significant at-bat for the rest of the year. Like uh, He might as well not even run out grounders. Uh, you just don't need it anymore. This was his. This is his World Super Bowl. Series. This is his World Series. Super <laughs> I know he plays baseball, but this is his <laughs> Super Bowl. The World Series is the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl of baseball. baseball. We've always said that. I've said the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl of football. I've always, I've stood by that comment. The World Series is the Super Bowl. Of, and if the World Series is the Super Bowl of baseball, mm-hmm. then the uh, then the All-Star game is the flag football competition around of the, lingerie of league. the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Anyway, so it's just, it meant nothing. But in that moment when Elias Diaz hit that shot, and it just, let's be honest, it wasn't an upper decker. But, I mean, he got a hold of it, okay? He turned yeah. it around. He turned around a, a, a pitch. And he came in a situation, and he, in a clutch moment, he put the National League on top. And I said to myself, okay, this, it's, you know, there there haven't been a lot of really significant home runs. I'm sure there have, and people will let us know what those were. For us, the most significant home run I remember watching an All-Star game was Freddie Lynn's Grand Slam in 1983 to win that game. That was an unbelievable Grand Slam, a salami to win that game. Oh, yeah, and he wasn't even on the Red Sox. He wasn't even on the Red That's the other thing. He, he was, was on the Angels. He was on the Angels. He was playing on the team that would kind of fill Greatest out Greatest hitter to ever play for the Angels ever, Fred Lynn. That's right. <laughs> Well, greatest player ever to remain healthy for an all-star game. How, how about the Seattle fans, like, goosing up Otani to try and get him to want to go there? Like, just because you're cheering for him, that doesn't mean he's going to show up. They were definitely laying out. They the, want him there so badly. They were, and lay, it was they were laying out the red circle carpet. They were. For the Japanese. But I'm telling you right now. I will say I love the coverage of the All-Star game. I love when they're talking to players in the field. I can't believe they're talking to Nathan Evaldi. They're like... They were know, talking to pitchers while they were they're pitching. pitching. That to I'm me like, was super great, cool. Great. Super. Fantastic. I love that. That's when I'm like, I'm glad that the stakes aren't so high. Because guys will then Have there. that conversation while they're pitching. They're talking to, you know, Ozzy Albies. And then they're talking to the pitcher as well. Hater. Like, those moments where they... And they can talk to each other. Mm-hmm. They talk to the announcers. I like those moments. I thought that was that coverage was good. I don't know why they picked that person to sing the national anthem. Yeah, I mean, you literally you got the, some actor. You're the, you're the. Let's think about some of the greatest and biggest flops of national anthems at all star games. Oh, Mar- well, I wasn't an all star game. Uh oh. I'll get I'll get I'll get you back. No, you won't. No, but I'll make up for it. Now. No, you won't. No, you, you won't. will not make up for it. Uh. The Marvin Gaye uh, was National at, Anthem. At the NBA, was it the NBA All-Star game? I think that was at game? the NBA All-Star game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that I want to say like that might have been 83. But that was in the early 80s. Marvin Gaye, he basically sang the National Anthem as if it was sexual healing. Yeah. 83, I was right. I've never, I've never heard the National Anthem as foreplay. Yeah, exactly. And I'm it's like, like, oh, what are we doing? I'm like, it's getting hot in here. I had to unbutton the top button while and listening to it. And the Rockets' red glare had a whole new meaning. I mean, it was just saucy. Right? So he, and it's incredible. Red glare. <laughs> red glare. <laughs> so 
<laughs> Carl Lewis's com- oh. his confidence was incredible. Like Carl Lewis winning all those gold medals is the best and worst thing for him ever. It meant that like anytime he's it's dropped- like when John Mayer tries to do comedy, you're like, I all right, you might be kind of funny, funny but, but I don't know if don't, that's you can't go do stand up. Like his biggest thing was going and playing with the Grateful Dead. All right, you're in Dead and Company. You, you you made the leap within the music genre to go do the thing, and he's he's gonna be a funny guy anyway. But it's like you know Carl Lewis wherever he's driving and there's like a tight spot. He's like, I can get in. I can there. get in there. No, you can't. You can't. Uh oh, you can't. So, but they could not get anybody. And I think about the Fergie. Remember when Fergie sang it? Oh at the, my! That was terrible. But it was a crazy experiment. But at least Fergie's in the Black Eyed Peas. I didn't know who this. Actri- like anytime they say she's a recording artist and an actress and a podcaster. I'm like, you okay. don't need to all keep right. saying all the stop slashing all the things that she is. There's a point in which the the mult, the hyphenates are too multi. Right. The hyphenates. You are, got enough. The hyphenates are so multi. Be two. Be it, one or two things. It becomes mid. And by the way, we're hyphened all the way. But. We're, we're hyphened out of necessity. We're, we're hyphened to stay alive. We're trying to raise these damn kids in L.A. We're, we're we can't. I, we need to do everything. We're we're comedians, radio hosts, podcasters, actors. We'll mow your lawn. We'll do whatever it takes because we, we got to stay alive. No one's asking us to sing the national anthem at an all star game. Like, go find you could you couldn't get Russell Wilson's wife right. She, she doesn't say no to anything. Right. She would have said yes. Dave Matthews has a new album. Eddie Vedder's not around. Dave, you can't dig up the the grunge movement. That guy's saying, take me out to the ball game at a Cubs game. Hang on a second. You couldn't get Bad Bunny? Are you serious? Like that was Genuine? Be- a Genuine would have fallen off the stage for this. Every it's amazing. Genuine. Like white people, white don't, people don't understand, understand genuine. And and I hate to explain from the perspective of two white guys. We're not just even saying, just two white guys. We're the, the same, same white, white guy, guy twice. twice. That's right. But gen- people do not understand. Go ask your black friends about genuine and, and black people. Please tell white people about genuine. It's they, uh, he is at he a, is off the rails. He's off the rails. He right has fallen he, he at thinks so he, many concerts. He <laughs> thinks he can jump and dance. He thinks he's like part rabbit. The guy is off the rails, and it is the most entertaining thing, and it is and swept. Within, the world. And white people you, don't understand how good it is. We wrote for a Kevin Hart show, the end of the year show, and the writer's room was like beautifully a mixed writer's room, okay? People of all races, sexes, it was fantastic. And we would sit and watch genuine videos, and like all the black writers were like, "You, you, you have you don't know about this." We're like, "No, now we're learning about it now, and we cannot believe how amazing it is." It's unbelievable. Genuine's trip off the rails can is you, so worth watching. Can you imagine if Genuine was asked to sing the national anthem? That would have been. I would lose my it, mind. It would have been Chef's Kiss, the greatest thing I've ever seen. So they get this person who's not genuine, who's not. She didn't do a bad job. Okay, so this is what it is. And she basically that the and I'm not 
slagging her. She did a fantastic job. But I'm saying for like the baseball. Game, so this is the moment where you say to baseball, you need to take the bulls by the horn. Gra- grab bull, well, multiple bulls. Bulls by one, one horn. horn. Take all the bulls by one horn. You should have gotten Tenacious D to do the national anthem. How unbelievable would that have Jack been? Black and Kyle Gass? I mean, come on. You could have had a lot of fun with it. You could have made it. See, I, like, you mean Ann and Nancy Wilson aren't hanging around, want to do the national From anthem? Heart? Come They're on. all about Seattle. Grunge. Get get Dave Grohl. The, you know. the Foo Fighters singing the national anthem. What are you doing? This is Seattle. This is a city built on music. And you get some actress to play the national anthem. What are you doing? Come on. So, like, that was a... Baseball. You missed the mark. And the, and in that moment, I said, like, that to me was the game up until the while well, the American League scored that second run. I'm like, this game feels like the national anthem. Something we've seen before, not out of the ordinary, completely unspectacular. I mean, the most exciting moment was Arise, that, that kid. That that kid. Uh, Arise is... Arise, he's like... Every time I see him... And, and every time he got to, stepped up to the plate, I'm like, "Oh, this kid's gonna, this kid's got a shot to hit like 390 this year." It's not a fluke that he's hitting like way above. He's in a zone that no other hitter is in. Every time he gets up, I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna hit, and he's gonna turn anything around." It doesn't even matter if it's high. he's he's hitting balls out of the zone. That kid is unbelievable, and he's exciting and fun. And to me, he represents like. If you ask me, if you ask me if I didn't know what team he played for, I'd be like, he's on the Rays, right? Because he seems like a Rays player. No, he's on the Marlins. He's a Marlins player. And I cannot wait to see what team Arise goes to when the Marlins don't want to pay him his money. Can't wait. I can't wait. Carlin Prescott, that's Clark Brothers. What's wrong with using lots of slashes I did on Bundy? Signed, Oge. Okay. That's, come, come on. I am not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that was The great wrong. Blue Dini at Sklar Brothers, Carl Lewis, was extremely competitive with tune, tone, and timing. <laughs> Sir. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tune, tune tone, and timing. Uh, so, you know, to me, what's interesting and what, well, you know, again, the Diaz home run, I'm happy that that kid had that moment. I say kid, he's 32 years old. He's like a cra- Like it's, he's as if... Kevin Costner's character from Bull Durham got up in the league and then hit a Made home run. Made the all-star game and then hit, hit a home run. run. That, that That's essentially what to it is. To hit your first all-star game at 32 and to, then to be the MVP and to hit the home run as a pinch hitter coming off the bench. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's storybook. a storybook moment for this guy. Like if you wrote that as – if that happened in Bull Durham too, people would be like, oh, yeah. it's never going to happen. No. That's what happened. And so, you know, it, it was a great moment, an exciting moment for the National League. And let me ask you this, Jay. Do you think, because for years, like the DH, in my opinion, made the American League better hitters and just made it a better league and an opportunity for better hitters to just stay in that league and continue their careers as great hitters and not have to play in the field, okay? Mm-hmm. Now that the National League has the DH, do you think the playing field, is that what's going to level the playing field for these two leagues? Because I still looked at both rosters and I'm like, the American League still didn't have Trout. Trout wasn't even in the played in that game. Like they're missing some of their great players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think there should be a spot for players who just came up and are doing well. Yes. I'm going to beat the Ellie De La Cruz drum as, as often as I can. I, w- I wish that guy was 
Yeah, he should, there should have been a last-minute write-in. And I was bummed that Otani had the blister nail thing and couldn't pitch. pitch. Like, he should have started that game. This is, like, where baseball should be like, let's empty everything out. Let's 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 get let's get Dave Matthews <laughs> sing the national anthem. Let's get him scatting on stage. Get him like singing the national anthem, even though it's not his country. <laughs> That'd right. be great. Is he South African? Yeah. Right. Get him to sing the South African national anthem. Whatever. He, I think he's been naturalized. Yes, he has been naturalized. I mean, because you know, Dave Matthews would have done that in cargo shorts. Oh you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just would have, and then Dave Matthews' guitar strap always seems too short to me. Oh, so he's playing the guitar. He's playing it so high, it seems like he's not comfortable. He would like, and he'd be he'd be playing the national anthem in cargo shorts that are like he cut, yeah, from cargo pants, pants. yeah, yeah. So like he cut them halfway through, so you can't even use that pocket. Like the bottom of the pocket's not even there. Open, open bottom, and he's. And he probably is wearing like Skecher slide-ins. You know what I mean? Like Maybe. the Howie Long, I'm now want to sit in first class. Like Howie Long would ever, ever, ever sit in coach. If you go onto a plane and you see how you're going into coach and you see Howie Long in coach, you're like, this plane's going down. Yeah, we can't. Something is wrong here. Get Put, off. Get this man. I will pay for him to sit in. This is Howie Long for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. Like you think Howie Long's if you see Howie Long in coach wearing dress shoes, get him in some sketcher slide ons and get him, and get him up in first class. Get At least business class. Get him up there. Get him up. All right. I mean, it was unbelievable. All right. There, there's so much to talk about. We got Brandon Chastain. Let's take a break. On the other side of this break, uh, break Brandon Chastain, we're going to set the table for the Women's World Cup. Some of you, and I know how much uh, clones or clones love soccer, but I'm telling you, get excited. This is your chance for an American team to win a prize. Yeah. So get excited, Brandon Chastain. It's the Sklar Brothers for filling in for Jim Rome on CBS Sports Radio. Enjoy. You are listening to The Jim Rome Show. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. All right. Sklar Brothers back with you. What a great day today. I mean, I actually love this day when everything is calm, except you've got this amazing, if you're an American tennis fan, it is now in a tiebreaker. It looks like is Medvedev up four for three. three. So we'll see what happens. This Chris kid, Eubanks is five and zero oh so far in tiebreakers in Wimbledon. In Wimbledon. Medvedev so, one and zero. Oh. Yeah, These are I mean, two. There, there is a heavyweight bout. If if Eubanks loses this loses this set, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for him without the experience to come back and win a fifth set. And yet, and you say to yourself. He has the serve to kind of, he was serving a short while ago. His first serve, he was getting him in at 89%. I think of first serves in, in a sports term, they're like free throws. Any Anytime anybody over 80% is like incredible. It's unbelievable. Down 5-3. It's tough. It's, it's tough to come back. And Medvedev is serving, serving again. Serving so for the we'll set. Keep, 
We'll keep you posted. We're trying to get a hold of Brandy Chastain. We will get in touch with her and talk to her. Uh, but we'll, you know, maybe we'll do it at the bottom of the hour. We'll figure it out. Uh, Jay, I want to talk about mascots. Can yes, we? please. Can we talk please. about? Please. So there are official team mascots, you know, and and those guys, let's just say, are don't cr- all, they're not always above board and good. I would love to do a documentary about mascots called Under the Head. Like, un, let, let's check under the head. Like, what's under the head? What is under the head? Because they're not supposed to ever take their head, the head off in public. That's the yes, thing. Yes, that is correct. Our friend Eric Friedman, uh, he went to his, he grew up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which is the Jersey side of Philly. And he, he was at a bar mitzvah when he was a kid. And the Philly fanatic, fanatic was, there, was there. Which is a huge flex for that kid. Huge flex. You got the Philly fanatic. At, and the fanatic to me was. Top shelf. Like as East, far as. East Coast San Diego chicken. San Diego chicken and fanatic are the two top ones. We grew up with Fred Bird for the Cardinals who was. Like a right. distant third. Like a low Fred rent. Bird rhymes with distant third. Okay. So. But the San Diego chicken was, I mean, he was the gold standard of rubbing bald heads and stealing babies and running up the aisle with them. So, you know, when you think about it, it this guy is a legend. Certainly in Philadelphia circles, the fanatic was a legend. And guy shows up at the bar mitzvah. The fanatic is like wasted, wasted. Drunk, drunk. I mean, he doesn't want to be at a bar mitzvah. He's probably not making as much money as he should be making. God knows, is he is he making enough to get? This is a guy who's been disrespected get, his whole life. Why do you think he decided to get into a mascot? You costume? don't want kids now poking at his belly and stuff. He at one point he takes off the head. This is what our friend said. He took off which the head. has to be terrifying for these kids. I mean, just imagine the. So I we asked our buddy, what did it? Do you can you remember? back that far because he was it, close to him when the head came off what did it smell like and he said the inside of the philly fanatic head smelled like doritos doritos and then he vodka later. vodka and broken he dreams. said broken dreams at the end but just I don't a think it, I don't know sense of sadness so we don't like you don't know who those guys are you don't know who's inside a mascot outfit and yet they are team san- sanctioned in some way a lot of times they'll appear in a team picture with with the team, right? Remember yeah. those large team pictures? How funny is that? That like people be like, I I bought a team picture of the 1986 St. Louis Cardinals. Like, what are you gonna do with that? Yeah, gonna Make hang that up in your frame it, hang, frame it above, and just hang it above your fireplace. I know. So they're there. They're in the. These guys are sanctioned. Yeah, they're part of it. They're part of the. Team. But then there are the guys who aren't necessarily part of it but they've sort of made themselves the, so the these are like your clipper daryls clipper daryl is a guy who like show it started showing up at like birthday parties says clipper daryl and the clippers had to be like you can't hey you can't say and desist. That, first, you can't say i'm from the clippers you can say i'm daryl and i dress in these colors you're not allowed to say clipper daryl i'm daryl and i have a two-tone suit one half is blue and one half is i'm daryl and i'm an alcoholic you can say that i don't know if he is but like those are things is. you're allowed to say we, and we is. don't know he's that probably he is. a good he's guy. probably a lovely person the the native american chief who bangs a drum at braves games I, i'm sure that guy has i'm sure he might he I'm might sure not even be native american i don't know i'm sure he's made a an appearance at a car dealership giving away two liter bottles of the clear pepsi Okay, yeah. I'm sure he's done that once or twice. Sure. The guy who, like, at NBA games punched the jerseys on a hanger, I'm sure that guy definitely, like, showed up at a casino somewhere and signed a couple of jerseys and then punched them. 
Yeah. You know, or sign some clo- clothing hangers. Right? So that those guys are unofficial team mascots. They will tell people that they are part and connected to the team, but they don't have a parking space. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not part of the they whole They don't system. have a parking space to pull the van in that they live in. Yeah. They- okay? And <laughs> park not, it. That's not part of it. You got to watch out for those guys. Those are the wild cards. You know yes. what I'm saying, Yeah, Jay? yeah, because they're one step removed from accountability. There's no regulating them. You, right. You, you, you simply cannot regulate. And when they get in trouble... That's when they want to say they're connected to the team, and right. the, and that that's when the team is that like huge Please, beeping no. sound that you're hearing is the team just backing away from them, in a bad way. This is like what happened to the Kansas City Chiefs super fan recently, and that's this is an insane story. Here we go. According to Channel Four News in Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, the Kansas City Chiefs super fan known as Chief Saholic. Who's been already? I don't. I'm. I'm. The name is questionable. Who's been on the run for months? <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, there are again a lot of mascots that probably need to go on the run, but this guy's been on the run. Is back in custody and faces new charges. Xavier Michael Babudar. Babudar was my favorite children's book about an mm-hmm. elephant that that was on the run became the king after doing some nefarious stuff. Yeah. 28 years old, arrested last Friday in Lincoln, California, north of Sacramento. So he is far from Chiefs Nation. Sacramento is not, you. Sacramento, you are not uh, Kansas City. And he, he really does need to get into a 12-step program. Yes, he does. Just by calling himself Chiefsaholic, you're number one admitting you have a problem, which yes. I like that. That's the first yes. step is All admitting right. you're a Fine. Chiefsaholic. Fine. The next step is apologizing to your family that you are a Chiefsaholic. Then the next step, correct me if I'm wrong, is to stop robbing banks. <laughs> Lord. Babudar is charged with one count of bank theft and one count of transporting stolen property across state lines. If he just would have kept it in the Kansas City area, mm-hmm. you can take that stuff to Wichita, now bro. Now you're federal, bro. Now That's you're right. federal. According to a Now cr- you're a federal problem. The federal criminal complaint was unsealed and made public on Monday following Babudar's arrest in Lincoln, California. Federal court documents allege Babudar robbed the Tulsa Teachers Federal Credit Union. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Why not go after teachers who are Let's not— Let's take those guys down a peg. Right? They're getting paid lots of money. Let's get some of that money. Like, if he would have stole the money from Jeff Bezos, like well, I, I, people would have been like, good. I'm going to come off sounding crass. I'm going to come off sounding crass right now a little bit, but I'm going to tell you— the world did not weep in the same way. If you would have told me that going down in that submersible were a bunch of teachers, people would have been upset. I think in a way that they weren't, weren't upset, upset when they're like, and that is just going a down. fact. We're not throwing our. I'm not, that's not opinion or anything. That, that is how us. the world reacted. The world reacted in a different way because billionaires were going down there. Like you were able to make jokes right away. We're not going to make them on this show. No. CBS Sports. We're not, we're not doing, doing that, that right But here. people were able to. We're just saying as comedians, the submersible jokes came that night. If they were teachers or people like. You maybe never can clergy, make those jokes. You can't make those jokes. Don't steal from the Tulsa, Tulsa Teachers, teachers Federal Union. Credit Union, Chiefsaholic. I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you. Why am I thinking the Chiefsaholic is going to make the sane decision here? Yeah, like so many bad life choices have led you to become the Chiefsaholic that I don't know that we can start fixing. And you're calling yourself a Chiefsaholic. Your friends should be like, dude, Babudar, you're a Chiefsaholic. You got a problem. 
We need to help. This is an intervention. There was a moment where I was like, is this the Chiefsaholic or is this Jackson Mahomes? It could have been. I mean, that's the one moment where Jackson know. Mahomes is like, I'm not him. I didn't do it. I didn't rob a bank. I just danced on Sean Taylor's grave. And then choked a woman downstairs in her office at a restaurant. <sighs> Awful. FBI investigators reviewed bank records, casino transaction records. So he got a bunch of casino chips with the bank's robberies. With the teacher's money. Money. And then cashed. Lost. Cashed it or lost it? Laundered it and cashed it in. Okay. He redeemed more than $1 million in chips from various casinos in Missouri, Kansas, and Illinois between April and December 2022. Is this a lost season of the show Ozark? If you told (laughs) me this guy was like... How far is Kansas City from the Ozarks? Like two hours. Hour and a half. This could be like the Chiefsaholic comes in and just destroys... I remember the Kansas City mob... Is part of a, a Ozark investigators also reviewed unsolved bank robberies through it. Yeah, start going through all the unsolved bank robberies and pin them to the chiefs of Hollick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to solve some cold cases right now. By the way, many people, many people in Philadelphia felt the Eagles were robbed with that pass interference call against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. All right, believe it or not, it's not. They weren't robbed. Where's this guy's cell phone on that play? Check his records. Was mm-hmm. he part of that robbery too? Chiefsaholic, he might have been part of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. a thief. He had four bank robberies in Nebraska, Iowa, Tennessee, and Oklahoma, and to the attempted robberies of two credit unions in Minnesota. By the way, you never go for credit unions in Minnesota because they stone you, and then they're like, you like that? You, you like, like that? that? You like that? Okay. You like that? Even though he didn't do that as a Minnesota. I know he did that he in did Washington. He did that in Washington, but still, still, he's there now. They aren't giving up the cash. They will not. That's what happens. This is a ty- again, we said Jackson Mahomes, this is your chance to be like that wasn't me. It's like don't don't give Jackson Mahomes any fodder. Like if I'm Chiefs fans, I'm mad at Chiefs Aholic because he's making Jackson Mahomes look, look good. Better. You do not want this guy to look good in any light. No context. How much you want to bet that this guy used his one phone call in prison to call the Chiefs front office? To be like, you guys. Hey, I'm in trouble. I need. Can you get bail me out? What's the company credit card? No, no. Like, you know, this guy has told people that he's responsible for the two. That for the two Super Bowl wins. And the one they lost, he's like, well, they just weren't. They weren't going to me. I bet this guy called Hank Stram's granddaughter. Uh huh. Just to be like, hey, can you? uh, I bet this guy's like kind of in some trouble here. It's weird. And I know you don't know me, but. He, like, had a cigarette with Lynn Dawson's godniece during halftime. Mm-hmm. According to an affidavit, he allegedly laundered and robbed uh, the robbery proceeds through area casinos and bank accounts. He will make his initial court appearance in federal court in Sacramento. He already did it. The case presented federal grand jury to determine whether or not, I mean, insane. Listen, you can't win them all, Kansas City. No. It's hard. You win two out of every three Super Bowls that you play. And if you're losing this one in court... Chiefsaholic, that's that's just you're gonna lose some of them. You cannot even Patrick Mahomes can't win them all. Mm-hmm. What's his defense, Your Honor? I have a problem. You know, with therapy, maybe I can stop being a Chiefsaholic. If I don't he know, just man. open palms, I says I He's, have, but that's not enough, man. At this, point. you don't think so? That's not enough. Maybe he needs to wean himself into being a chocaholic. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't think that's enough. I think he's already caused too much too much damage. Do you think so? He's damaging the Chiefs name. I mean, again, just even the Chiefs is in his name. 
Even the Chiefs is in his name. The Chiefs have to be mad about that. Like, I think Chief Keefe has to, like, make a statement about how bad this guy is. I think Chief Wahoo McDaniels needs to come out and distance himself from this guy. Yeah. It's just that he's done too Again, much damage. this is what I'm talking about. You cannot vet. You can barely vet. A mascot. A mascot. A guy in a with a Official head. Philly fanatic is taken off his, is drunk at a bar mitzvah, taken off his head. In the night, in the early 1980s or the mid 1980s. You, you, you can't gonna... vet that guy everywhere. The unofficial mascot who ties himself to your team by calling himself with that name, you can't. That's like the uncle of a basketball recruit who's just off the charts. And you're like. Making statements. He's attached in some way, but you got a distance from him. You, you got, you got to cut ties. Chiefs, if the Chiefs have to make a statement that this guy is not. If Andy Reid has to get up there. <laughs> in front of a microphone. And be like, look, we have nothing we to do with the chiefs holic And if the if, if Paul Rudd has to step out at like an Ant-Man thing Eric and be like, I don't know this guy. I don't know. Eric Stone Street is distancing himself from it. Then Jason you, Sudeikis. You he's got, like, look, I want to talk. I want to talk I love Ted big, Lasso, but I can't. I can't I've got to now deal with this right now. This punk. Let's take a break. So let's actually go to a sports update. Shall we do that? Let's do With that. With the Andrew Bogut of Sports Updaters. You know I'm talking about Andrew, Andrew Bogish. Get a sports update, and we'll try and get He's Brandy not Chester. Andrew Bogut. He's Andrew, Andrew Bogut-esque, so he's Bogish. He's Andrew Bogish. Uh, this is Sklar Brothers great news, for Jim especially for you, person listening to this podcast. Right now, you can get one line with unlimited data for just $29.99. So, unlike other cell networks, you won't have to pay for lines you don't need just to get a good price. Get one line for $29.99 with unlimited data today. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms do apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. Eubanks is down for love, for nothing in the final set. There's no love in this. There's no love in this. So Medvedev is going to move on. Does we'll anybody talk, care? We'll talk about that in a second. I want to talk about O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, let's ask the pros, shall we? It's or the time. Bros. It is time to ask the pros. We're the bros. There are the pros. Where you, the clones, and the sclones get a chance to ask us. Ask the bros. A question brought to you by uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros and submit your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and the service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is such a bummer. I, I can't even begin to tell you how, like, Christopher Eubanks was going to be the reason I watched Wimbledon moving forward. <clears throat> he was it. I was like, okay, now I'm now I'm excited. I'm gonna watch all of it to get ready for it. I'm gonna study his opponents and everything. Nope, 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 nope. And nope. he was at a tiebreaker. No, no, no. Set three or set four, four. could have won the match on the tiebreaker. He's five and zero oh in tiebreakers in Wimbledon. Medvedev's one and zero. Oh. You have the better serve. The tiebreaker is designed for you with the big serve, and he biffed it. Choked. The so moment now, was too big. And so, and it's okay. I don't, I don't begrudge him. He's a young kid, and I want him to be the next great American tennis talent. There is no human way he's coming back from this. No, he's down four zero, oh. and it just. He's, it's just, it's upsetting to me to no end because as a tennis fan, do I care if Medvedev moves on? I got news to you. Nobody cares. Nobody Medvedev. cares. There are people in Medvedev's family who don't care. They're just like, what does he do? Is he an equestrian? I don't even know. I don't care. Nobody cares. 
Not one person is happy that Medvedev is advancing. Not one. Go go talk to someone in your office and say, hey, guess what? Medvedev just moved into the semifinals of Wimbledon. And people would be like, so? So? Who cares? Shut up. It's not like the days of Ivan Lendl where he was an evil James Bond villain between points. Sets. He was stroking two Doberman, Labrad- Doberman pinchers, feeding them raw steaks. He looked like a villain. Is that, that was a guy you rooted for to, to move on so you could hate him. His sunken eyes, exactly, his sunken eyes and high cheekbones, this guy was a villain. Boris Becker evading taxes on every serve and volley. Andre Agassi's hair could have fallen off. Like, we don't care about Medvedev. We Nobody. don't care. Not one person in this world cares about Medvedev. Not one person. <laughs> I would argue if he asked himself the tough questions, Medvedev wouldn't care about yeah. himself. Be like, hey, Medvedev, like, did you I hear want... Medvedev advance? And he'd be, be like, like, I don't I, care. I don't care. I honestly don't care. This is literally the worst. I'm so mad right now. Like, I was at so This much- is like anyone who's not a Duke fan watching Duke win a national championship. Yeah. Is that fun? Squeezing the light. Or, or like, remember when the New Jersey Devils would just do that blue line trap and just win? And you're like... And you're not you're not a fan of the Devils. Oh, oh great! Scott Stevens just knocked Paul Curry out, so he may never. Oh, oh, he may never be able to. They're going to win one again. nothing with no offense. Great, and they're squeezing the life out of the game. This this is fantastic. I'm so mad. We're so serious, and we're so mad. Both McEnroe brothers should be up in arms. You're, ex- you're excited that you have this guy. I'm excited for the future because I love Francis Tiafo and I lo- I'm excited a little bit for the future of U.S. tennis. But this would have gone a lot farther if he beats Medvedev and he had him in the tiebreaker in set four. He had him. And I just, when he won that, when he won the third set, I looked at Tom and I said, Tom, did I not look at you and say Medvedev is going to figure out a way to win this match? I did. I looked at you and I was like, I don't want it to I be true. I don't want it to be true. And what I, does a pessimist want more than anything in this world? To be proven wrong. I just want, I wanted someone to talk me off the ledge. And Tom, you look, you looked at me in my soul and you couldn't say, you were like, I don't know. You're, you're like, like maybe, I, think, probably. I think he's probably, Medvedev's going to pull this out in some sneaky, weird way. And I just, it's, it's, Oh, it's maddening. It's like it's like if someone were to come up to you and be like, hey, Jake Paul just made a bunch of money today. And you'd be like, great. Great. I don't care. Like, how is that going to make the... It doesn't matter. He doesn't need it. And it doesn't does matter. matter. No one wants Medvedev to win. Nobody. Nobody in that stadium wants him to win. Ask everyone in his box. They don't want to win. All right, Adam Ranks with us. We're going to talk football. We'll talk Jets hard knocks. And we'll talk his California Angels of Southern California of Los Angeles and uh, what it means that they lost 9 of 10. It's the Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome. We'll see you in hour two on CBS Sports Radio and TV. I hate his whole box. Let's stop stop talking about tennis. Let's get off of tennis. Let's get off of tennis. Why? Because we have the great Adam Rank is with us in studio. NFL.
NFL Zone. NFL Network Zone, Adam Rank. And we're here in the dog days of summer, but there's lots of NFL. There's hope around the league oh, as yeah. teams start up. People are reading the blogs. They're checking in with people like you to say, do I? who do I pick up in my fantasy league? How do I win my league this year? Do I? Should I care that the Jets are going to be hard knocks this year? Are we excited? We're excited about that. I'm excited. I, I personally, as a, a fan of the Chicago Bears, I would have liked a little insight into what they're doing. A lot of exciting sure. things going on with Justin Fields, DJ Moore's there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's the McCaskey family, and they're very old school. You know, close to the vest. Close to the vest. They don't you know, like like, to- let's be realistic. And then with and I love Matt Eberflus, but I know that he probably didn't want the cameras in there too. So realistically, mm-hmm. this is what Aaron Rodgers lives for. As he rolls in like Zava from yeah. Ted Lasso. <laughs> By the way, three. I'm episode three of the spoiler, third season. Don't, don't, don't spoil it for no spoilers. Everybody so going out there. Don't spoil it. Hey, what Why about you, I'm like, I don't I just Adam. I noticed this last night. I'm like, this is completely Aaron Rodgers coming in, Bill complete. With the yeah, and he's a huge sports fan. He follows huge. me on Twitter. Bill Lawrence is the best. We did a project with him. Really smart guy and knows his sports and just a, a great dude. And so like we see that in that series. So it's yeah. playing out like that. And so I mean, yes. the, the Jets were a quarterback away. Is are they getting Aaron Rodgers? What are they getting in Aaron Rodgers this year? I mean, are you? I'm looking at vintage Aaron Rodgers. To me, so? it reminds me a lot of the Peyton Manning situation when he first went to Denver. And Mm -hmm. I remember because I drafted him in my fantasy league. Mm -hmm. Nobody wanted him. He was coming off. He was out for the entire year. He had that neck thing. The neck thing. Which is like, hey, your neck, you kind of need your neck when you're throwing. A little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You want the neck, Mm -hmm. apparently. You want a little. (laughs) You want it. You want that to work. I don't know. Like, you know what? Like, no, but like when you're driving, like whenever whenever your neck goes out and you're driving, like what a pain it is to be like, you know what? Like, I hope there's nobody in the lane next to me. To me, the worst moment is like when someone has a neck problem and they're talking to you in your periphery and they're like, what? Yeah, like, like, that's like a whole body. Peyton Manning. You today. don't have that time in the pocket. Yeah. So Peyton Manning off the neck. Respect the neck. Because what they say, yeah. your head has to be on a swivel. Head Protect on a swivel. You can't. His, the whole body can't. His be was on a attached swivel. like right. Hannibal Lecter in that <laughs> fused, gurney. Yeah. Fused, fused everything together. is together. You know, just trying to. Did Turn you, the dolly to so talk I don't to get the that, center. I don't get that kind of rotation on my driver. You no, know what I'm exactly. Like trying really, to get it back, and so you, so you picked him up as he head to Denver, and what what happened? He had oh, he wins the Super Bowl. He, he sets well, was, a record. Yeah, well, he had 37 touchdown passes yeah. his first season. He had like 4,600 yards. He was about the QB three, but you were drafting him in the third round. That was uh, Drew Brees' like magnificent season. Yeah. The following year was the great one where he had 55, but his ADP was different because everybody's like, well, he's back. Right. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, last season he struggled. It obviously wasn't mm-hmm. a Aaron Rodgers-esque season. No. But he was battling his injuries himself. Right. Sure. You know, in a team that was kind of, you know, not just kind of scuffling along without Devontae Adams. Right. Now he goes to the Jets and he's got Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's got his buddy Allen. By the way, I love the whole notion of like Allen Lazard signed a month before Aaron Rodgers. That, there's a real leap of faith there. Yeah. Like whatever, like if somebody called me and said like, hey, go go to Chili's and meet me there. I'm like, I'm not going. No. Until, well, I, was, until I see like a photo the 90s. of you. FaceTime yeah. me from there. Okay, you there. You're talking about 90s type plans. <laughs> 90s plans is like, just go we'll and meet at the mall. We'll and, and you're like, I guess they're did, coming. 
How do you do? Do you remember like when we were or when I was? A I don't kid, even remember. We would we go did. to like Disneyland and meet people. Like, hey, let's meet. And like, how did? I'm trying to remember how we did it. This it's like someone's happens. like, I'll meet you at Burning Man. I'll no, you won't. See you. Yeah. Seventy thousand people. See you in people. Vegas on the Strip. Burning. Yeah. All right. We'll I see you there. I'll see you at the Monte Carlo. That's right. No, you won't. You won't. You won't unless you just see someone pulling their hair out, and that was that was when you had hair. I was back. But, yeah, it was a, good, uh, it was a long time ago. I like the Denver because the. I would also kind of even. compare Compare it maybe to Brady to Tampa Bay. Brady, Matt Stafford. We've seen a lot of guys join teams outside of Russell Wilson. Yeah, well. <laughs> it hasn't worked. But, but I so, think that Rodgers is a little bit better than Wilson. I agree, too. And I think, you know, he's he certainly has he's won more, in my opinion. I mean, he yeah. has not won more Super Bowls, but right. he's won but more he in general. But he can make more of the throws and more of a variety of the throws. Yes. You think about what, what's in... Russell Wilson, his feet were always the thing that made, got him out of certain situations. But you Aaron look at Rogers Rogers Rogers, like, what's throws. in yeah. his bag? What There's does he not, have yeah. in his bag? He's got a lot. Every club. Every yeah. club. Every club. Every club. Every touch, every speed, he can, he can zip it in. He, he can. can scramble. He can get out of the pocket and make throws on the run. He can just set up shop in the pocket Jet and I love that you're making a case for Aaron Rodgers. Let me I tell you why I Aaron Rodgers yeah. is a good quarterback. I hate, I hate, I hate doing it too. And now really? I, I find myself defending him. Yeah, but it's one of those things that, and the, the he's the pettiest guy, the pettiest player in NFL history. At least it feels that way. You have to be. And just last year, to be a champion, a, a complete washout of a season. Nothing is going well mm-hmm. for the Packers. But yet, when he was playing the Bears. Oh, it was 2015 Aaron Rodgers He's all over video again. game. He is going to remember when Jordan Love was drafted mm-hmm. that season because people are like, well, maybe Aaron Rodgers is on his way out. He mm-hmm. wins back to back MVPs. MVPs going to New York is going to inspire him once again. And not just MVPs, but his touchdown to interception <laughs> ratio was yes, like the 90%. craziest 90 touchdowns and like two picks. We yeah. have never seen that before. So. I like that because the Denver year before was the Tebow to the playoffs where he yes. made the impossible. And you're like, this team is like one great piece away. Yeah. If you get it at the quarterback position, that's it. Jets have a great young coach. Great, yeah. Great. I like Robert Sala. And they brought in Nathaniel Hackett, who is sitting there, and he's he knows Aaron Rodgers. And right. I think that's a bit because Aaron Rodgers feels like the kind of guy like you have to know. Right. Like, because he's got all these weird theories. And I'm going to talk, no, I'm going to talk about it because sure. he, he loves Star it. Wars episode se- episode nine. Yeah. Which, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't agree with that. I mean, that should be but your that, first red flag. Nathaniel Hackett knows how Aaron Rodgers feels about Star Wars episode nine. If right. you know that. The rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. like he gets it. So that's he doesn't right. have to sit there and it's not a feeling out period. And it was the rise of Kenny Skywalker, <laughs> former New York Nick from the 1980s. Am I right? Right, Kenny Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I do think, though, that potentially the Jets have a chance to maybe leapfrog the the Bills. Yeah, they we, were, uh, like there's some, they beat the Bills last year with Mike White. I know, and but now there's like beef, off season beef. Like, with the well, Bills? are we yes. making too much of the Stefan Diggs? No, no. Why I don't do think we're not? making enough of it. You okay, don't think we're making so enough of make it. Okay. The case explain it to the folks. It's a there. huge issue. You know, Stefan Diggs obviously had this exit in Minnesota where he forced his way out of Minnesota. Then he wants to be traded from Buffalo. A lot of it to me, I wonder if it's coming from the offensive coordinator because Ken Dorsey, we, we know he's a meme. Like he is, if you're like, I don't know who Ken Dorsey is like, Go Google mm-hmm. Bill's coach meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like he had that thing where he threw his tablet against it was Miami, I believe it yeah. was. Yeah, he is that person, and so I think that I'm there is some sort of there is some sort of beef going on there, and I think it's a real issue with this Buffalo team because anytime that you are the consensus 
Super Bowl pick right. and don't live up to expectations. People are still expecting them to be in the running. And I'm like, I'm not so sure that they are. I think yeah. Kansas City obviously is dynamite. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals, who last year I still thought were the best team in the AFC. Now, if you go out there, you were talking about Chiefs fanaholic. Yeah, Chiefs like the extra the in the in the AFC championship game, the Chiefs got a legit do-over. Yeah. Like when you when you're yep. playing football in the street, you're like, no, 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 hold on. They were hold like up. Pulling yeah. out a mulligan, like what? They, the yeah. Chiefs get mulligans. You get it, and 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 That's they how got close it. that game was. Well, yeah. I mean, to me, the entire game was Patrick Mahomes looking like an injured squirrel, and right. then boom, running twenty-seven yards. Yeah, all it. of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's got this burst of speed. It was that, like, like Kevin Nash rolls out in a broken leg, and then right. he, he he kicks it as he kicks out. He totally Reed. played possum in that instance, and yeah. like the he he lulled the the Eagles defenders into thinking that they could get him, and they just broke away from him that to me is just brilliance on the it's it's medvedev-esque i'm oh, so God. mad about medvedev he doesn't even want to be in the court in the no. semifinals he doesn't want to be there anyway but I'm, i love I'm, the passion that you guys brought to that i'm too. so sick it's of like, medvedev i'm so sick of it I, i'm sick. It was, he's bleeding into this segment and i don't like it isn't uh, it like when you when you find people who are like really into wrestling and it's it's shocking yeah. like how mad they're like how is john cena winning this match and you're like no, oh you're it's, like, no it's, it's entertainment but that's a lot of like why people caring about wimbledon we grew up yes, caring about apparently. wimbledon we grew up caring about I mean, john mcenroe john mcenroe jimmy connors and we were growing anyway whatever let's not I talk love about it. that no 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 it, it was endearing I, I thought, like, let's ask the guys in the back we were jimmy sitting connors. there we all shared we all shared shocked glances when you walked back into the studio i'm like i've never seen this somebody. anger like this the, anger for tennis i love it well, I, so because but i was i was i was in though you guys brought me in and now i want to see medvedev lose that's the right. only thing i care that's about all you want. i'm gonna tune in i'll take an alcaraz uh Djokovic. i don't care i need two alcarazes just to give me i take an alcaraz yes. Djokovic final Ooh. uh <laughs> yo Djokovic. Yo. uh so so all right so we i do believe that the this this you know, AFC East. You know. I, I but I agree with you. I think that the Bills could be in a lot of trouble because I think Miami Miami's is a lot better good. too. Miami's really good. I love what they've done. Obviously, two years ago they bring in Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. This year they bring in Jalen Ramsey. Mm -hmm. They've kind of exposed themselves a little bit on the offensive line. I think that right. could end up being their Achilles heel. We've seen Tua Tungavailoa just get, get just, rocked. Yeah. And you know, but when he's healthy and he's ready to go, he proved that he is one of the guys he's a good quarterback. Uh, one of the one of the good quarterbacks in this league. He took advantage of having Mike McDaniel as his uh, head coach. So I'll I'll play the game of there are two types of quarterbacks in this league. There are guys who win, yeah. and there are guys who have insane talent. So I put Josh Allen in the category of having insane talent. Yeah. Justin, and Justin Herbert. Justin insane, Herbert, insane talent. Insane talent. Tonga Vailoa, he's a winner. winner. Yeah, I love him. So yeah. maybe doesn't have the arm strength of a Josh no, Allen. he does. He's small. Maybe he doesn't even have the speed of a Josh Allen, and he is kind of fast, and he can move around. But he wins. I love that. And, and Trevor Lawrence is the same way. Same way. Winner. You know, but he's very talented. He's kind of both. he's a winner. Yeah. He's, he's kind of both. So is that a team on the love rise continually? Jacksonville. Love Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's uh, starting to put it The is stacked. There's so many teams. They're stacked in a way that you wish that, like, I wish that some of those teams were in you the could, NFC. You could, you could transfer them right? over to the I NFC. Wish like, there let's was, just open it up. Because who are, the, who are the, the quarterback stars in the NFC? It's you know it's funny about that because I know I I get a lot of heat be, because of my you're going to say Justin Fields. No 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 obviously Jalen Hurts number one obviously easily and that's but again why I put then, him in the category of winner, winner. Yes. maybe not like the most talented arm of but any. he's 
He's winner. a winner, and he'll he'll that, do what it takes to win. The two yeah. point convert, and Philly fans love this dude. We have a lot of friends who are Philly sure? fans, deep, deep, deep. I love my Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen. I Hurts. went down to the Wawa on Fifth and Lucas and Grandview <laughs> Water Ice, and he scored a touchdown. But. I do think. Grab a towel. You're sweating. Get a towel. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, Jalen Hurts, that two-point conversion to sort of bring yes. them even there, to me, is Jalen Hurts in a nutshell. Yes. You counted him out. Will you, not be denied. He's tackled at the two, almost, and just almost. wills his way into the end Would zone. not be stopped. Right. And, and I love the play that Philadelphia does, too, where they do the scrum. Yes. Oh, yes. uh, that's a great. and Old school. What is I that, love, Australian rules football? What are we doing? Is it rugby? What's happening? And teams get so butthurt. Because oh, like, they oh, hate it. You can't stop it. So they then they want it. it. They want to legislate it out of the game instead right. of finding a way to stop it. it. Hey, right. That's why a, they're doing it. Find a way to stop it. it. Find a way to stop it. The yeah. Eagles just have a great. In, in terms of you're talking about Miami's offensive line, the Eagles' yeah. offensive line. They is have amazing. the best. Yeah. They're if amazing. not the best, they're top three right. for sure. And that's why they're so good. But you look at the quarterback. But after Jalen Hurts, it Ooh. is a wide. It is a wide open Royal Rumble of like anybody, any one of these guys you can make a case for. Kirk Cousins, very consistent, not necessarily a winner. As Let me you ask you something. About. Do you like, you like that? that? I don't. <laughs> you, don't. you like that? Uh, Brock Purdy. You is like that, that? Brock Purdy. You is it a, like that. Was he a one-year wonder? or They like him. They, they really like, like him. him. They like what he He's can do. They brought in Sam Darnold, who's unfortunately had to deal with the situation of like going to the Jets, mm-hmm. going to Carolina. Ooh, He's yeah. never really gotten an opportunity. <sighs> whereas you think about Jimmy Garoppolo, who – what, or even Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. who is given the opportunity to sit behind Brett Favre for a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. be ready to be an NFL quarterback. If Sam Darnold had been afforded the same possibility or the same opportunity, and he's a local kid down here, San Clemente, go Tritons. Yeah, um, I think he would have been able to do really well. But he was, instead, he was thrust into the fire the Jets. right away. He the was, Rex Ryan Jets, like okay, thanks. It's a bummer. It's a bummer oh because God. he did have talent, and it's like he still it. does. He's a very athletic quarterback. He's one. The thing that I like him. You too, need a good backup. You need because oh, he's, for for two games out of every season. Now that you're playing 17 regular season games for two games out of the year, you might need your backup to win. Chad Henney least, needed to make a play in order yeah. to get the chief. You need to have a backup that you can trust. That is one of the things that goes underrated in the NFL, especially Back, nowadays right. with uh, because with of how the 17 games. Yeah, it's going to be 18 games soon. Yeah. So you, you need that backup quarter. And Sam's going to be able to do that because he's a great teammate. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He'll know the offense and he can come in and win games. When it yeah. goes to 18 games, do you think there'll ever be a chance that the preseason will go down to like three it, or two? games? Well, it's three games now. Go it got, two, it's got to go down to two. And I, I would so. I would assume double bye weeks. At some point as well. Double bye weeks, and I think you might. So you're talking weird... about a Super Bowl in like February, the third week in February? The Super Bowl league kicks off March Madness. Thank you. I'll, so, dude, I'd take that. So I think what you will start to see is like in a blowout, just pulling guys. And yeah. like you, you, Even more so than that. We're going to see so load, like NBA style load management. Load management. management. Oh, I Kawhi can't wait. Leonard-esque hey, uh, load management. Hey, Brock Purdy's not playing this week. Load management. Right. Yeah. We're just going to start Sam Darnold. I bought a to see him. Uh, so Garoppolo, like, what do you think? What kind of a season does he have this year? I mean, I'm laughing. In your heart of hearts. I, I, I can't wait. I, I want Tom Brady to come back. Yeah, and play wow. for the, Let's do it full circle. Let's uh, mean, bring him in. Like, he's he's part owner of the team now, which is unbelievable. I, I, I wonder what Al Davis would have been thinking because, obviously, he went to his grave, still mm-hmm. upset about the tuck rule, mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. Yeah. seething. Over what happened, is and now he, the guy who's was the, the principal tuck of the Tucker, the, the architect, the, the Tucker, the Tucker, the Tucker himself, 
is now going to be the quarterback. That's the way it's got to end. And I know that New England does play the the Raiders this season. A, re, a rematch, uh, unfortunately, Jacoby Meyer won't be there to be mm-hmm. throwing passes mm-hmm. like he did to Chandler Jones last season. Mm-hmm. But I think that the perfect situation is Tom Brady le- leading the Raiders Oof. against the Patriots. That would Unreal. be insane. <laughs> that would just be insane. With so like I, a with like a very like loosely inflated football, like loose, just on yeah, the edge, like, like almost like, squeezable, yeah. almost flat, squeezable. Almost, yeah. Like you throw it and it kind of waddles down to the yes, side, but it's perfect. Com- so I mean, Ripping. again, but go ahead. No, he comes out with a Nerf ball. I don't yeah, know, that's right. whatever. Well, I, so again, we we talk about you know quarterbacks being the sort of not the gold standard, but the reason people come to football games is yes. to see quarterbacks throw it around the yard. I think the NFL is more healthy this year now in terms of like levels of quarterback, young yeah. quarterbacks coming in who are going to be superstars, established quarterbacks who are superstars, who are, so, it's just amazing to me that like, if you're Roger Goodell, if you're the NFL, you say to yourself, well, it doesn't matter if, if Joe Burrow is in the Super Bowl, then it's star Great. power. If Trevor yeah. Lawrence, Trevor is Lawrence is in there, star power. Right. If Patrick Mahomes is in there, star power. So anyone like there's no team in the AFC that makes it into the Super Bowl that you're like, well, that's going to be a bad sort of team to kind of set, put everything around. Again, the NFC is know. a question. We'll see. I, I think if you look at one of the AFC South teams outside of Jacksonville, if Ryan Tannehill's leading the Titans, no disrespect to Ryan Tannehill. No, but the it's Titans, not as exciting. It's not as cool, it's especially with all the guys in the AFC. Right. With, these are the quarterbacks we could have had, but we get Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then Or even Will Levis. And we got to sit there and listen to him talk about putting mayonnaise in his coffee again. Oh, and that becomes a story. That doesn't need to be a story. That shouldn't have been. That really doesn't one of those need things. to be a story. That's what I love about draft season, though, is yeah. coming up, unearthing these gems of like, hey, you know, it turns out that this hotshot quarterback from Colorado State loves the movie San Andreas. Like, there's, we always find out these. <laughs> no he's, the, he's, he's the, the one. Guy. He's All right, the well, one. so speaking of the draft, who is somebody who you think we maybe we're not talking about who you think can make an impact. Year it's usually one. the late first rounders because they're on a team that's already established, and they're usually a and they're like a player. skill player, like a wide right. receiver or something. I don't know. I mean, are you are you are you keying on some guys? Like, I'd like to see what this guy can do. Well, I mean, there's a lot of obvious guys, but I think Dalton Kincaid is a player who stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Going back to the situation in Buffalo, one of the things that's harangued. Josh Allen over the last number of years is that his receivers drop so many footballs. Stephon Diggs actually leads the NFL with nine drops last season. They had 34 drops as a team and they bring in Dalton Kincaid and you always hate to put these expectations on a player, but when you watched him play at Utah, you're like, I'm watching Travis Kelsey on the college level. Mm -hmm. Like he is that good. And you see players like that who kind of emerge. We, we kind of expect him. And so, I again, I'm going to say this, and I know they'll be like, oh, people roll their eyes. I'm a Bears fan. I don't care. Rashawn Johnson, yeah. who is the running back coming out of Texas, mm-hmm. he's backing up Bijan Robinson. So you're not going to get a lot of opportunities. It's and I don't a Texas wanna, backfield. And I don't want to say that it's a, a Thurman Thomas, Barry Sanders type of situation where one of them kept the other on the bench. If I remember correctly, Barry Sanders sat the bench. It was Thurman Thomas mm-hmm. who was doing it. But, like, this I, I always appreciate somebody who could have easily transferred. Like right. you're like the transfer portal just means like you know what on a whim I'm out of here. I yeah, got to San Diego State. Especially yeah. yeah. Now like, no one sticks around. Nobody sticks. Like you get benched for a quarter, and, and now you're like, like, all right, I'm out. Like I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna take off. Yeah. He stuck with that team. He's a great he's a great teammate. Everything mm-hmm. that they talk about him is good. He's got the explosiveness. So he's been looking at Zach Charbonneau. 
with the Jack Charbonnet. Yeah. Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Yeah. Charbonnet. I had a very light Charbonnet. How was the finish? With, of it? It, it was, was very. It had it notes fruit. of uh, notes of breakaway speed. Okay. A little oaky for me. Little oak. Was he a little? Little, little oaky. A little oaky. Christ, little, oaky. <laughs> little oaks Christian for me. That's where he went to high school. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, but he, he went. To, he went to, <laughs> I thought he went to. No, he went to the other big. Not Servite. What's the huge California? Not Modern Day. He went to Modern Day. Did he? Yes, he did. No, Modern Day kids go. Modern Day kids. Don't go to UCLA. No, he, he went, went to, to Michigan. Michigan that's transferred right. Oh, that's right. And then right. So, all right, that's fair. Well, okay. there you go. But I mean, there that's, it is. So look for that. These, these are all. He's uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I dig that one. He's, he's Oaks big. Christian. I was right. He's a little Oaks Christian-y for oh. me. A little Oaky Christian for me. Oh, so I inadvertently made a you made a the right joke ones. that was sharp. But no, like, hey, we got there. Oaky, we oaky got finish. The, a little bit of an Oaky finish right there. So, all right, I, I'm I'm just excited for the season to start. And we're kind of as we sit here a month away from camp and all that other stuff. I mean, are we even? What's well, so July Fourth? I think for me personally, once the July get through 4th, that weekend, you get through that weekend, yeah. and now it's like I got to come in and now concentrate on football. Everybody yeah. wants to know how Zay Flowers going to do. Mm-hmm. What is Jackson Smith and Jig? There's a guy, Dude, Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jig. Oh my God! As, yeah, as yeah. Michigan fans, this guy's. Like- <laughs> I I could all you could do is like game recognizes game not saying that yeah. we have game but i'm like that's a guy who made catches behind guys back amazing that's a guy who will be as as far as i'm concerned like one of the best possession receivers oh no if yeah. you're looking at garrett wilson and what he did in the nfl as a rookie and whatnot go look at that that's what you're going to get well, with this guy if and maybe even a little better i better and, hands absolutely i that's i think and he and he and he excelled on a team that had garrett wilson right chris alave yeah jameson williams ended up going to alabama, alabama. so he exceeded with that kind of talent that's around right. him because i know people look like well they got dk metcalf they got tyler lockett great established receivers but i'm like no 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 he could step up he yeah, could be a guy i'm you know i'm giving too much credit to see i'm upset with seattle geno smith Gino, I like. I like him too. I just any player. But that it's has, the city of Seattle. Right, right, I don't know how Seattle has such great football fans, but terrible baseball fans. I'm, it's it's upsetting to me too. It's they serve sushi at the ballpark. Oh, that's what. But it is. I do think. And all their fans sitting there last night in the All Star game, chanting to show Hey Otani. Come on, like come, come to Seattle. Why? So you can waste his career? Oh, For as much on. as everybody talks about Mike Trout and he, Otani, like, have you ever looked at the Seattle Mariners roster of players that they've had? They had Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. and Alex Rodriguez Ichiro. at the same time. Never got to the World Series. I can't wait for Otani to sign with Seattle Edgar and then Martinez. leave them. And win a World Series somewhere else, like all your other superstars have done. Well, What's he going to do? Sign with the Mariners and then beg to be traded to Cincinnati like Ken Griffey Jr.? People can't wait to I get out of goes, Seattle. I think he goes to the Vegas A's. Can't wait. The Vegas A's. <laughs> the Vegas A's. I, I think, like, as an Angels fan, I want him to return. Ten days ago, the Angels were the third wild card, wild card spot. team. And they lost their infield. They lost Mike lost Trout, everybody. And then they and lost nine of ten. Oh, Rendell. Oh, when they lost Gio Urshela, mm-hmm. Zach Neto, mm-hmm. Brandon Drury, like that's three fourths of the infield. Chris Drury, who wasn't even on that. I mean, right. a hockey player. Chris Draper. Chris Draper. Drury. So, I mean, they By lost. By the way, the, the Paul Korea dropped the other. Thank the you. Other thank you. Thank that you. was so good. I mean, we both popped. We the, both popped for that. Paul one. Korea dropped. He got dropped. Paul he got dropped. Got dropped. He got right. dropped. And then he came back in the game. You gotta love. He was a stud. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's tell people how to follow. Yeah, follow Adam yeah. Rank. Adam Rank on uh, on Twitter at Adam Rank. 
on threads I'm Adam Rank NFL because some kid was squatting on Adam Rank on I don't Instagram. Like it. It's R A N K or yeah, R A N K. Don't go R E N K. Don't no. do that. R A N K. We're up on threads too. Follow us on there yeah, too. I've been there. watching on the NFL Network. Thank you. Thanks and for coming in, man. Can we? Are we going to? Have you been promoting your two men show? Yeah, we're yeah. doing it. We'll, we'll promote that. Are okay. you coming up to see that? I'm going to try. Come on up, man. I have you know a four year old and an eight year old. So Bring them. Just kidding. Just come on up. That's chaos. Talk about chaos offense. All right, Adam Rank. Thank you for joining us in the studio. You're the oh my best, gosh, thank dude. you. I love it. Uh, when we come back on the other side of the break, with more takes, we got lots of good. We'll stuff. take calls. We'll, calls. Take calls. we'll, we'll yes. try it all. It's the Sklar Brothers filling in for you Jim Roman. Yes, yes, sports radio. Yes, we do, Connor. Good night now.